be a jayhawk. Donald, he's going to be smashed. What's that? Why, why, so he is. Reckon his hat cast a shadow before. Yes, huh? What are you, an outlaw? I'm not outlaw. That's enough out of you, Injun. You two better vamoose before I start spitting lead. You're making a mistake, Hanson. The hearty cry of Hyo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. Small story. When a black arrow flew through the air and struck Bill Donald's wagon, the Lone Ranger and Tonto dashed off into the darkness in the direction it had come from. Arrow come from this way. What's the trail, Tonto? Ah, uh, not see anything. Great up, stop. Oh, 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 I want to have another talk with Donald. Come on, Silver. Here's the two men that went after him, Hank. Howdy. Getting any sign of who shot this arrow, mister? It was shot from the top of the cliff, Donald. Whoever was up there hurried away. Well, hop off your horse, stranger. You too, Injun. I want you to meet Jeff Hanson, a friend of mine. Glad to know you, Hanson. Hi. Bill was telling me about you. He said... I'll be a jayhawk. Donald, he's going to be smashed. What's that? Why, why, so he is. Reckon his hat cast a shadow before. Yes, huh? What are you, an outlaw? I'm not outlaw. That's enough out of you, Injun. You two better vamoose before I start spitting lead. You're making a mistake, Hanson. We're friends. Donald, are you loco? You let Miss Jent hoodwink you? For all you know, maybe he had something to do with that black hat. Now, now, hold on, Jeff. Something about this hombre. Well, I trust him. We're all going to be friends. Donald, what does that arrow mean to you? The arrow don't mean a doggone thing to me, mister. There was a note attached to it. I have to have it there, all right. Yeah, here it is. Change your vote. That's all it says. Your vote on what? You mean you don't know? I reckon you did come a long way, then. 
Why, Bill Donovan, me or delegates to the meeting in Helena. Meeting? That's it, Mask Man. There are seven men in town here to vote on whether Montana should apply for admission to the Union as a state. That's what the fuss is all about. The votes are shaping up four in favor and three against. I see. Mr. Arrow is a threat to change your vote and make it against statehood. Is that it? Right, mister. Matter of fact, I got one of them black arrows myself. That's why I come over to talk to Bill. Yeah, we've been wondering if this is a little stunt of Craddock's. Craddock? Craddock leads the opposition votes, mister. He's a sneaking coyote, if you ask me. I see. Toto, head for Helena. See if you can locate this man, Craddock. I'll follow you later and meet you at the edge of town, south of town. Ah, uh, Toto Savvy. Adios. Get him up. Oh. Now, old ma'am, you too, handsome. I'll tell you about the Black Arrow. I'm sure they're at work in Helena right now. You may find this hard to believe, but that black arrow that flew out of the night is the sign of the biggest and worst outlaw band the West has ever seen. Close that door, Brady. We're all here. Yeah. Kino, everybody sit down. Speak your piece, Craddock. I got just one thing to say, gents. The Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger? Yeah. He's right close by. You tell him, Brady. Craddock's right, gents. The masked man in the engine must have trailed me and got here. We know because we saw him when we called on Donald to, uh, to persuade him to change his mind. <laughs> All right. So we didn't get very far persuading him. Now we got to do more than just talk, Savvy. Craddock, we don't know what your game is, but we're being paid to do what you tell us. We're listening. Keno, Red. The day after tomorrow in the morning, there's going to be a meeting. Yeah. The vote on whether Montana has to become a state. Right. That meeting's already scheduled. It won't be changed. There's four votes against our three. You gents savvy where I'm leading to? But we say. You've got to get two of those votes out of the way, huh? Correct, Brady. Sure they won't change? After tonight? With a lone ranger, Egan Donald, and Hanson on? Yeah. Looking you're right. Well, it's up to you boys. Don't worry, Craddock. We'll get Donald and Hanson tomorrow night and keep them tied up far from town. They won't vote. All right, Red. That's all, gents. Scatter for now. Tomorrow night, Brady will bring you word where to take them to. Like you say, Craddock, I caught in thunder. Well, what's the matter? Why are you staring out of the window? Thought I saw somebody peering in. Ah, there's nobody there. I don't see nobody. Yeah, guess I was wrong. All right, gents. Get out the back way. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Right. Adios. Adios. Brady. Yeah? Was there someone at that window? With a lone ranger around, a lot can go wrong. No, there couldn't have been. It must have been just a reflection in the glass. I hope so. Craddock, why did you mention the black arrow to Red and the boys? We're black arrow men, but they're not, Brady. They're just bad men on the loose. Pay them, they don't ask any questions. You and me are the only black arrow men in on this setup. And we're supposed to keep that as secret as possible. Tell them. <laughs> They'll be a fool, Brady. You're a fool too, Craddock. Torlock! Torlock, I... Thought you were heading for the hideout. I've been there and back, Brady. Torlock, we were just settling how to take care of this. I heard you from outside, Craddock. I called you a fool because I wasn't the only one who heard you. Huh? You mean... Someone else? I saw him as he left. An Indian. Indian on a paint horse. Tonto. Yes, the Lone Ranger's partner. He was the one you spotted through the window, Brady. Yeah, Jumping Mavericks, Torlock. Yes? If the engine hurt us, that means he knows our plan. That means the masked man will be ready for the boys when they go after Donald and Hanson. Smart, hombre, aren't you, Brady? What, what are we going to do? we got to swing that boat. Smart, we... but your brains won't be needed. Huh? I've thought of the answer already. Your gang won't go after Donald and Hanson tomorrow night? Well, that makes sense, Torlock. It's risky. Yeah, it's too risky. But what else can we do? Even if the Lone Ranger and Tonto are there waiting for us... We can do something else, Craddock. 
Donald and Hanson aren't the only delegates, are they? Huh? There are four altogether. What about the other two? Yeah, Torlock. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Meanwhile, Tonto reached the outskirts of the town and met the masked man. Hi, Kimasabi. Hi, Tonto. You were successful? Uh, Tonto T. Brady. Him with man named Craddock. Tonto here plan. Tomorrow night, gang of men take Donald and Hanson away so they not vote. Tonto come past, tell you what he find out. But Tonto did not know that Torlock, a leader of the Black Arrow, had made a change in those plans. Nor did the Lone Ranger know. When the masked man and Tonto rode back to the covered wagon where Donald and Hanson waited. Masked man, did you find out anything? Hanson, you and Donald must be ready. Garrick plans to have a gang of outlaws capture you tomorrow night. And to hold you prisoners until after the meeting in the morning. Mister, thanks for the warning. I reckon with you to help us, we can beat off any outlaw band. I think we can. We'll be ready for them when they come tomorrow night. Ready and waiting. And so the next night, Donald and Hanson sat before the fire, apparently alone. Hidden behind the canvas of the wagon top, the masked man and Tonto waited. The men talked in whispers. Yes, ma'am. You sure they won't spot your horses? Silver and scatter in the dark, Donald. They'll come when they call. I got a feeling something's wrong. You sure of your facts, Injun? Uh, Tonto here, what them say? The night's dragging on. Nothing's happened yet. Oh, you're jumping at the moon, Hanson. They'll be alone. They will, unless they've changed their plans. I sure. It's a fun line since, Hanson. With Sarah sent away so she can't get in the way of any stray bullets, why, <laughs> I'm looking forward to a gunfight. <laughs> we sure surprise him. Where's your wife go, Donald? I sent over to stay with Morgan and Petrie, mister. Morgan and Petrie? They're the two other delegates who are supposed to vote with you? Sure, same as I... Hmm, the way you say that makes me wonder. I can hear a horse, Donald. Just one horse. Hmm? Ah. Donald here now, too. So do I. Traveling fast in this way. Bill! Bill! Blazes, it's my wife. Something's up. Bill! Right here, Mrs. Donald. What is it? Why did you leave more than Peter? I didn't leave them. They left me in the wire. What's that? I come as fast as I could. Last man, that black arrow outfit tricked you. Instead of taking my husband and Hanson like you figured, they took more than the Petrie. Two boats. Really? The whole gang headed along the needle trail about half an hour ago. The needle trail? You're sure? Positive, Mass Man. Then there's still time. Hello, call Scout. Here's the Scout's Mass Man. You don't have to. Yes, Donald. They must be at that meeting by morning. Then we'll go with you. No, there isn't time. Your horses could never keep up with Silver and Scout. You go to that meeting. But look here. Go to the meeting. Got to prevent a vote as long as you can. We've got to get Morlin and Petrie away from that gang. Ready, Tano? Me ready. Then after me, the needle trail. At breakneck speed, the great stallion in the paint raced through the darkness, cutting across country to Needle Trail. Then, at a word from the Lone Ranger, the horses stopped. Hello. Uh, here. Horse and trail ahead. That must be gang. Sounds like a dozen at least, Hutto. We'll have to take them by surprise. And what we do? Your guns are loaded? Uh-huh. The trail slopes upward ahead. It's getting light enough so that we can see them as they top the rise. Morlin and Petrie will be tied. They'll be in the middle of the gang. We've got to lift them off their horses and get away before we can be cornered. Um, that means Silver and Scout carry two riders. Yes, and they've got our distance pursuit carrying double. It's a long chance, but it's the only one. Now, after them, don't gallop until I give the word. <laughs> We got a meeting to make this morning with delegates to the territory. You won't make that meeting, Missy. I reckon Montana will stay in territory. Why, you. Shut up! Keep your mouth closed, Morning. They may not live at all. You rope turn to steer for friends and then. What the. This way, help! Like a double bolt of lightning, the masked man and Tonto charged into the surprised outlaws. 
Before they could gather their wits, the ranger was in their midst. Morland, please me. We're taking you with us. The rope delegates were lifted from their saddles. Silver and Skull wheeled and galloped headlong, leaving confusion behind them. Mister, Mister, who are you? Never mind that. We're taking you back to Helena. Your horses are carrying double. Our horses can outrun any in the West. We'll get you to that meeting in time. Come on, Silver. Hit him up, Scout. All I'm saying is we can wait a mite longer. Morland and Peepy are delegates to this meeting. If they don't show up... If they don't show up, it's their own fault. I demand a vote. It's not their fault. You had something to do with this, Grant. I'm true, Grant. I demand the vote. Looks like we're licked on Yeah, I reckon so. All right, gents. Looks like there's nothing I can do any longer to stop a vote. Looks like the will of the people of Montana isn't going to be carried out. Thanks to... What in thunder? What's that? Total heads. Did the masked man get us here in time? Moreland. Moreland and Petrie, you got here. Gentlemen, call the vote. Montana's going to join the union. Thanks to the masked man. Look, Patrick. Rode your horse to a ladder getting out here. Lone Ranger beat us again, didn't he? You, you know about it, Torlock? Brady told me, Craddock. Don't worry, we can still prevent Montana from becoming a state. That petition has to go all the way to Washington, remember? And as for the Lone Ranger, look there, down in the valley. What? The masked man. Him and the engine. Why, they're heading this way. Yes, along the trail. They'll be up here in about three hours, Craddock. Get an ambush ready for them. And make sure you don't miss. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. Reckon we got the last of them. Better make sure. Hank, stick your head out and see if anyone takes a shot at it. Right. Sure will be mighty fancy when we get those soldier uniforms, Breed. <laughs> we'll have things our own way around here. Uh, ain't been no shots right in my head, Breed. All right, then. Boys, half of us will stay here and watch. The rest will go forward and make sure there ain't no survivors. Then we'll take the army uniforms we need. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.